Hey guys, I just wanted to start off with a short disclaimer. In this episode, we're going to talk about a region of the world that, honestly, I had never heard of until I saw this movie as a child. In England and the world of this movie, it's pronounced Caribbean. In America, it's usually pronounced Caribbean. Throughout this podcast, I can guarantee you that I will be inconsistent with the way I pronounce this word. I mean, the title of the movie just sounds so good when you say Pirates of the Caribbean. It just rolls off the tongue. But on the other hand, you can't be like, well, Cuba is the largest island in the Caribbean. No, it sounds unnatural. So just keep that in mind. Um, be kind. Don't tweet at me and be like, wow, Mark, pick pronunciation. I'm trying my best. And sometimes you have to accept the nuances that the English language has. So with that out of the way, we have no other disclaimers to make about actors or, uh, you know, the things that happen in this movie. I just wanted to say that. Um, let's just get into it. Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Hello, pulpit. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined, as always, by my motley crew. Hello, governor. <laughs> I'm Mark Watlington. I prefer it when he says governor, personally. Um, uh, hello, puppet. I'm Chad. <laughs> hello, skeleton bones. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're, You're in, in one. one. <laughs> it's a fun. If you could, it's a lot of fun performances. In this I movie. think Jeffrey. So Johnny, f- fuck. We're gonna Jeffrey talk about Depp. it, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. we're gonna talk about it in a second. But I just want to lay this groundwork going in. Johnny Depp got nominated for an Oscar for playing um, uh, Jack Sparrow, and he should have. He should have. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an incredible performance. Yeah, it's very However, good. Jeffrey Rush. Yes. That's the most yeah. iconic mm-hmm. pirate performance. Like, Jack Sparrow is a very specific performance and is mm-hmm. Jack Sparrow. He's I think he's Jeffrey he's Rush. Doing something else. Exactly. Yeah. He's odd in. He's doing. He's the rock star of pirates, etc. Jeffrey Rush is pirate. He just is pirate. Like, mm-hmm. it has defined. It's, it's interesting because, like, Johnny Depp in this, like, redefined our perception of pirates. Mm-hmm. I, I think, especially for our generation, but, when we think but of Jeffrey pirate, Rush was but right Jeffrey there reminding Rush us is, of like is, the image of piracy. As a as a good villain, he's like, this is the way things used to be, and yeah. right. Johnny Depp is like, but what if we're drunk? And I'm like, that's a good <laughs> and, point. Yeah. And then you have Gibbs kind of filling your Smee archetype. Yeah. Like, yes. oh, God. Smee. Fuck this movie rules. <laughs> I don't, fuck the Megaplex. No, let's talk no, about. Let's talk about what we've seen. In the <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about what we've seen at the Megaplex. Because yeah. this is the um, podcast where we talk about our favorite movie ever you've been alive. But they don't mm-hmm. always talk about that. We always sometimes talk about Oscar. Have you gone through this? But yet? we're not I today. I don't listen to you at the beginning. Do you, do <laughs> no, you say this obviously. Stuff at the beginning? I do say the stuff at the okay, beginning, I but I know. didn't this time. Um, uh, but you got but it. We're a podcast with movies, and we talk about stuff yeah. in theaters sometimes too. Um, right. Well, usually, uh, who wants to go first? I need to go last Look, I'll, because I'll mine are mine. in theaters. Sure. I will get. I will get through mine very quickly. Um, it might. It will. It's going to be fast, but it will also take about twenty four hours. Twenty four hours, but fucking fast. <laughs> but fucking fast. And also, yeah. I'll sleep for four hours in the middle. How does that and work? trade? Look, here, we're talking about Ford versus Ferrari. It's a movie about cars Vroom. and La Mans, whatever. Uh, the 24-hour yeah, race that takes too long, goes too fast. Le Mans? 
Um, Lamont. Lamont, Lamont. I think. So here's, Lamont. here's my question. If it's a 24-hour race, wouldn't everyone finish 24 hours later at the exact same time? Dude, I try. I was I was really engaged with the movie, yeah. and then that thought occurred to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Because they didn't say <laughs> it's a certain amount of laps. They so, just kept saying it was 24 hours long, and I was like... Okay. So is it like so? So you can't go faster most, in it. Is it who gets the most distance in twenty four hours? I haven't seen the no. movie, but <laughs> no, it is not a finish that. line, and you're trying to cross it's, the finish line first. Yeah, but it's definitely twenty four hours. From Look, now. we could yeah. Google it, but we're not mm-hmm. going to. No, my computer is being used for this. Not joking. <laughs> it will crash my computer if I open up Google. Um, and it has yeah, before. I, it has before, listener. <laughs> Maybe they like calculated the rough amount of like laps that you had to do, but no, I, I don't know. That's definitely what they did. Uh, I think again, I, I don't, don't know. know anything about racing. Don't know. Um, I don't. Who is this... sitting at the race watching for twenty four hours? I'll tell you this much: uh, not Enzo the race car Ferrari? driver who has to go take a nap at some point. <laughs> yeah, they get two uh, times to take naps. Two naps yep. in one day. I don't take that many naps in one. Hold day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, they're not even racing the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. No, they switch drivers. You can't drive that long. Oh, so it's like a relay race. Kind, kind of. of. They come into pit and then they like change drivers. But okay, okay. is the movie but, oh, good? I don't. The yeah, movie, look, the movie is great. The movie answers none of these questions for you. In fact, only raises more questions about racing. The movie's sure. fantastic, yeah. though. The movie's very good. good. Very what, good. What's very good dynamic it? and like sustained tension and mm-hmm. good performances. It's yeah. real Mangold good. Who made Logan and the Wolverine? Um, and uh, Walk the Line, which was a, Walk the a Line, pretty decent biopic, all things considered. So that it's been a while. honestly, him attached to this movie because of what he did with Walk the Line is kind of what makes me think this movie looks good. Otherwise, I would not be interested in the trailer at all. Really, um, it, it, it's it's good. The performances are incredible in it, and Matt, you kind of forget how good of an actor Matt Damon is because he's normally just good. playing a guy. Well, he's usually yeah. just showing up for two so well. seconds in a movie. Like wow, surprise, it's me, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gone. Um, he's in this one longer, but but he he just plays a guy, but plays him yeah. very well. Um, well, he plays a guy that like retired from racing because his heart was about to go boom, and not like I mean, what's boom, better boom, than boom, that guy's boom, being boom, dudes. but like. Boom. Yeah, like guys being dudes. Dudes right. being bros. I mean, well, and he he has this very, like, it's the best scene of his in the movie. It Like, it would be his Oscar clip where, he, unbeknownst to everybody, he basically bet his entire company on the results of this one race turning out the way he said it would. And you see it happen and just his, like, silent reaction there and he just breathes for a second. Like, very good. But also, I think um, one of the final shots in the movie is, I mean, it's like him in a car driving away, but, like, his face right before, you know, is it's great. I yeah. mean, I can't really good. get into it without spoiling the movie, which has a weird ending it, for a movie it's based also on a weird life. ending. It's also based on a yeah. true story, right? So are spoilers yeah. like that? I didn't know what happened in the movie. I mean, it took fair. me by I don't, surprise. I don't know this story, so eh, <laughs> yeah. you're right. <laughs> right yeah, after, I mean, I think was racing thing, fans would know. But, there was one thing yeah. that happened that I made me realize that I looked up the Wikipedia page for that race and noticed an interesting fact. Um, yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. to watch the movie, so. <laughs> right. Um, what's interesting is, like, in a roundabout way, Michael Mann was at one point attached to direct this movie. It's he was just attached interesting. To, to direct a different like take on the same story, I think. It wasn't the right. same production it was a, company, even, I don't think. It wasn't the same script. 
No, but it was, I think it was from Enzo's point of view of basically like Ford taking him over, but him being like, I mean, because Michael Mann's take is always the man who's so good at his job pursuing perfection, et cetera, et cetera. And that's Enzo Ferrari and and then losing. That's a very Michael Mann thing. I just found it interesting because he's, I guess they like combined them at some point because oh. Michael Mann is listed as a uh, executive producer on this and that had to be oh, cool. why. Interesting. Because um, it doesn't have his touch on it at all. I think no. it's just they combine the projects and stop the other one or something. I would love to see Michael Mann do a movie about 24-hour racing. <sighs> I just want to see Michael Mann do another movie. I want to see a lot of people. Did you guys see that David Fincher it got announced that he's doing like the Chinatown prequel yeah, series for the, Netflix? The I was long like, anticipated continuation of the story of Chinatown. Um, but, but it's a prequel. Well, yeah, it's, it's a prequel. A prequel. They've, they've already made a sequel. Right. I mean, the two Jakes. Oh, yeah, um, they did, didn't they? Um, but yeah, I but guess it's, it's so just going to be about a like, private detective just sort of yeah, doing good. other cases. I don't care. Sure. I mean, <laughs> Look, I... I w- I'm super into a Fincher period piece. I don't think we've ever seen yes. a Fincher period piece other than... Benjamin Button. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Benjamin Button. It's the one I haven't seen. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, and then also Social uh, Network is, like a, is a two years ago. And right. Zodiac as well. Look, I'm yeah. wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but no, it's, I'm, I'm it's an era. It. It's an era he hasn't really touched on before. Right. Like, but yeah, I think it would be... 1920s, 1930s? Yeah, like it would be... It would be good. I mean, because Manhunter is kind of a period piece, and he's very involved with that. And that's it will about be interesting, though, because his style is nothing like uh, Polanski did Polanski. the first one. Yeah, like, yes. his, his style is nothing like Polanski's style. No, um, I just am. I'm I'm very excited because it's like, oh fuck yes, Fincher doing a who, detective story. It's 20s, 30s, L.A. Noir. Netflix. What's the network? It's Netflix. Netflix. It's a TV it's show. Netflix. Yeah, no, it's a no, TV no. show. I thought it was. It a is. Movie. No, no, it's, it's a TV a show. Um, and so so it's I'm excited, true. and then I'm like, fuck, that means David Fincher is still not going to make a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I just want another David Netflix Fincher shows. movie. Yeah. Doesn't he still have that Netflix movie he's making? The one about the writer of Citizen Kane? Yes. Yeah. Suppo- I, mean, I bet that comes out before Chinatown. He, here's a game. If you could make a director uh, make one more movie... Uh, I know your answer. Who would it be? Mine would be George Lucas, obviously. <laughs> yes, it would be George Lucas, which would be fascinating. I just um, so badly want to see what he has to say now. Dude, like, <laughs> so I don't know. Saying, Did you, Okay, God, we're going to go on rabbit trails. Do you hear that JJ met with him for Rise of Skywalker? And like no, kind of talked. Okay, so he talked to they him and he was like, him. huh? I, I mean, this is. I, I was saying that they all meet with him. This is not news. They do. They and like Dave Filoni kind of meets with him. But yeah, so JJ yeah. met with him on Rise of Skywalker and kind of showed him what he was planning. And George like offered some insight. And JJ was like, and he gave me really good insight um, about what I was doing and kind of helped me with some things. But that man really loves his midichlorians. <laughs> so apparently George was continuing no! to push He's... midichlorians on JJ, and, JJ, and he was like, JJ threw him under the nah. bus and talked about it like that. <laughs> Yes, Holy but, shit. but 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 do you remember? Did you hear about the rumor for, for George's sequel? sequel? Yeah, it was gonna be like all like it was gonna be about the like, microscopic creatures fighting inside a body. And yeah, I'm yeah. into I, it. Give me that as Moses Jones with lightsabers. I just want please. I want to see unhinged, full creative control, weird George Lucas. You movie. have. I want to. Ha- oh, I want to see you're it seeing now. it again. Yeah. yeah. Now that like. You know, we can get over it. Like, yes, the prequels are pretty bad. 
Like we get yes. it. Let's just let him do an original movie. <laughs> and he doesn't want to. It's not like he's like begging to make another movie. He does not want to. I would love for him to make one. He wants to make experimental art films supposedly, but hasn't even done that. He just wants to make like movies of cars driving kind of but yeah that seems like up his alley i mean, I mean that yeah is, that American is graffiti, what american graffiti was right um, and the pod I, racing I, sequence i think yeah. i would for i mean i think it would be fincher i'd be like fincher stop fucking around yeah i but mean she, it, yeah. if we're if we're thinking of like retired directors most of the directors that i like are i mean most of the ones that i'm really in, in mm-hmm. uh invested in are still making movies pop possibly too often steven um, <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah Mar- mark's fave releases a movie every three months so he can't yeah. really complain about lack of the good news is the good news is he makes one good one a year <laughs> yep. i also would kind of love to just like pick up like 28 year old steven spielberg from the past and bring him to the present and see what kind of movie that guy would make now Mm, yeah, I don't know. There was like, I, I like the way that. Young Spielberg thinks, and like the way dude, he I th- West Side Story is gonna fucking slap ass. I hope, I hope so. I hope it's, it's gonna great. be so fucking good. Yeah. Cody, uh, did you watch the most recent I, episode of Watchmen yet? Yeah, the, I, I, I want to see the all, the movie that Steven Spielberg yeah. made in that alternate universe. God, Chad, watch Watchmen. Yeah, There's a whole basically. So Steven Spielberg exists, but he didn't make Schindler's List. He made a movie about the tragedy that occurred earlier in Watchmen's timeline. It's oh. ah, it's good. It's good. It's good. They, they reference. They don't show like, it. They just reference it. They but just reference like, it. But they were down like to someone wearing a red dress, and the whole movie's in black and white. <laughs> but it's of that tragedy. I, um, I d- I'm sure they pull it off in like a tasteful way. It just sounds they do. really no, they hacky. Do. Like, Watchmen's it insane. Like the fucking Transformers like rewriting the Underground Railroad Harry history. Tubman, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, watch Watchmen. That's good. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I will. Anyway, watch Chad, what what did you watch in recently? If it wasn't uh, speaking of Nazi Germany, yeah, Schindler's we List. Got there, I guess I saw Jojo Rabbit. Okay, and that's uh, the one about the cartoons and the real world. No. We touched on this a little bit on the last episode, and I just mentioned that I liked it. But this episode, I can dig a little deeper. Because um, I've seen it. Oh, you did see it. Okay. What'd yeah, you think? that's why we're talking about it now. Oh, cool. I thought it was good. I wasn't necessarily yeah. blown away by it. I also didn't understand everybody being like, fuck this. I just kind of fell in the middle of it. I, I don't think yeah, it fully the... succeeds on everything it's trying to do, but it has a mm-hmm. pretty big heart at its core. Yes. And it's about being nice and learning that, yeah. like, it's about a little bit. <sighs> it's about modern society. Um, but it huh, is a little what? bit about how kids can get wrapped up in, like, thinking shit is cool and not fully understanding what it means and then yep. realizing that connecting with people and having empathy is a mm-hmm. better course of action. It's um, acknowledging that people yeah, can good. change and uh, become better versions of themselves, which I think is like an idea that's lost on like society largely. Um, I don't yeah. want to say like cancel culture is bad because I Cause think because right. consequences for actions are good. good. Um, but at the same time, like when there's no space for improvement or forgiveness, like then what are we doing? Um, I don't know. Jojo rabbit is a movie that really talks about this stuff in interesting ways. And it also manages to be very charming and funny. Um, 
without I, my concern was that it wouldn't like handle the weight and the evils of the time and of Nazi Germany in a uh, respectful or meaningful way while since it was like you know Hitler was like the comic relief character which on paper seemed a little like I don't know how this is going to be but I really think they did a good job of like balancing the tones of um being like a quirky fun movie like it had some like Wes Anderson-y quirk uh while also very just, Wes Anderson-y yeah I, I think like children behaving the way Jojo Rabbit and the um Elsa his friend uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. and his friend uh, but the way yeah. all those characters um behaved is a, like they're they're very Wes Anderson kids Right. Um, I think I think the thing is it definitely treated the stuff with the weight um where it didn't fully work with me is I mean it made me kind of chuckle at times but I don't think it was all out and out that funny. Yeah, it was uh, which I think is fine. Quite, it's just yeah. it they kind of sold me a different movie which is fine. Who cares? Yeah. Like um, I I agree completely. Like walking out of the movie one of the things I said was like I don't think that the comedy worked for me as well as I thought it would, but the yeah. other elements of the movie really came together. Yeah. Uh for me. Uh and Scarlett it has Johansson what, is good in it. She's incredible she's in it. Very good in it. Um and like there's one of the best just like uh, visual payoffs in recent cinema history um, where they're like setting something up throughout the whole movie and then the payoff uh, the is... the heartbreaking payoff yes okay um, you're not talking about the joke thing the yeah the joke one I the last the time joke. you see the last time you see oh, Hitler I was yeah, like that's, oh, that's fantastic right. it's it's great yeah. it's, it's, it's fun and it's good and it's cathartic but um, yeah. but no I'm talking about the heart wrenching yeah, thing I, I think you. it's super effective uh, and really yeah. really cool I love Taika Waititi as a filmmaker he's awesome he's great I, well I like him as a robot um, <laughs> I like him as a robot too I like him as a friend he seems nice yeah, uh, yeah. I um, haven't Taika. seen this movie if you're wondering why I've been so quiet <laughs> right well speaking of Taika Watiti as a robot there was a new streaming service that launched and we could talk about Baby Yoda and Taika Watiti as a robot but that's a TV show and we're mm. forbidden from talking about TV shows Mm-mm. so, Here's so the we thing, <laughs> we there's been this conversation around... Have you, you know, ever thought about how TVs are maybe movies? Maybe. But there's been this conversation around like Marvel movies. Are they cinema? Are they not? With Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Why? I don't want to talk about this, but, uh, but go for I, it. I, I think The Mandalorian, while it is a TV show and it's not a movie, I think it's cinema. And sure. Like the, and like the least Nothing pretentious kind of way that I can like talk about it. Like I can't look at Baby Yoda without thinking, this is cinema. This is like, it is cinema. It's movie magic on the small screen. It, uh, it's cinema toast crunch. Um, <laughs> it, it's no, it's good. Um, but cinema toast crunch is a nothing joke, but I like it a lot. <laughs> it's great. Thank it's you. Fantastic. Um, it's the taste but, you can see. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it works. Um, but as Chad was watching the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And as Mark Cody, was watching, even Stevens, I was... It sounds was, like you didn't go to the, the Cineplex. You went to the Cineplus? 
I did go to the Cineplex. Here's the thing. I went to the Cineplex to talk about... I saw the movies y'all saw and then Charlie's Angels, but fucking that movie will be out of theaters by the time people listen to this podcast, so I don't have a lot of options. So I stayed at home on my couch, and I watched two films, and there's not a lot to talk about for either one of them, so that's why I'm hitting both. But the first I watched... The first I watched was Lady and the Tramp, parentheses, 2019, in parentheses. Um... An adaptation of A Lady and the Tramp, except this time it's in Savannah, Georgia, and it looks real pretty, and the dogs are real, and they talk, and it's good. Do the dogs have southern accents? No. They have Tessa Thompson and Justin Thoreau accents. Any Siamese cats? Uh, Yes, but they don't do the song. They do a different song song. that's not racist. The the problem is the song slaps, but is racist. Um, The the beat's just good. Um, Are they creepy, the Siamese cats? They're yeah, real, they're real creepy cats are bad. The, the the movie does have an anti cat agenda, which I don't which ascribe to. Don't but make oh. the live action Aristocats. Re- I, why not cats and dogs? <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, I don't know. I think people are just predisposed to not like this sort of thing, which is fine. Yeah. But I just saw people like, oh my god, it was fine until the dog started talking, and then uh, I, I fucking had to stab my eyes out and fucking feed them to the devil and then murder the devil and eat the eyes out of Well, hey, it I just, mean, if the, <laughs> if the devil's murdered at the end of this, I think that's a win. This movie it's ended just, hell? It's like, I don't know. I no think more it's hell, ju- guys! <laughs> I think it's just, I have seen seven of the Air Bud franchise, so the mouse <laughs> moving in this, I was like, looks pretty good. Wait, so when does Air Bud like, start talking? Huh? When does Air Bud talk? Is that in the first the one? The Buddies do. And the Air buddies Bud does franchise. in the Buddies movies. Yes, which he is does. jarring pl- that Airbud goes from a basketball playing dog. Airbud is Airbud is played dog. by the lead of that thing you do. Um, in the Tom Everett Scott. <laughs> yeah, at least what in the one fuck? of them. Hold <laughs> yeah. on, can we pause this recording? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, um. <laughs> anyway, I think it looks fine because who cares? Yes, it will look unnatural for dogs to talk. I don't give a shit. I just don't. Yeah. Um, I think Tessa Thompson and Justin Throw are actually like very good voice actors in this. I think they're like very good in it. Um, the movie itself, it's charming. It, it's not as good as the original Lady and the Tramp, and I still think they do enough interesting kind of different moments. Um, but it's fun. It's just turn it on. <laughs> like it's just it, it's just kind of a warm blanket of a movie. Um, but I do really think Justin Thoreau and Tessa Thompson are very good in it. And uh, Yvette Nicole Brown is in it as Aunt Sarah, who is kind of the um, the person who comes and watches Lady at the house and is kind of mean to her, and she's good in it. And uh, the main couple is good. Like I don't know. It's just charming. It does. It's it's just a very like. <sighs> light movie and that's good and why don't you go and fucking marry the movie (laughs) um and speaking of light movies yeah and speaking of light movies i also watched noel the christmas picture um starring bill Hader and anna kendrick and billy eichner and it's also fun i don't think (laughs) i I knew billy eichner was in that That yeah he does more it's it it's in the vein of the Santa Claus a little bit a yeah. little bit of Elf not as good as Elf but it it just kind of falls in that vein of like kind of a silly Christmas um, yeah. premise. I mean, probably Elf a- is actually like the, vi- one of the best, if not the best, Christmas movies ever made. I mean, didn't we, we decide it was the best we, one? Y- yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Yes. Um, 
it falls a lot closer to the Santa Claus, the original, which I think is a good it's movie. A fine, it's fine. It's fun. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the key about Santa Claus is it's a kind of crazy premise, but it still has a lot of heart to it, and I think Noel does as well. You you know where this movie is going kind of from the word jump, and it's pleasant how you get there. It's like, I don't know. It's sure. why moms love Hallmark movies, but this is a lot better made and has better performers. It's and like, like, it's like a jokes. small world ride where like you know what's going to happen. It exactly. might annoy you, but it's comforting to some extent. I just think, like, if you're laying around on a Saturday, both of these movies are fun to throw on. Um, they're not big, splashy debuts for the service, but I think that was saved oh, for Mandalorian. Splashy debuts. You know, my favorite uh-huh. splashy debut. <laughs> it is the debut of a big old boat with black sails. Yep. <laughs> Making a splash. <laughs> Making a splash. The Caribbean Sea. Splash, 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 splash. Hey, when is Splash going to be on Disney Plus? While well, I look Disney? that up. It's uh yeah it is, um, Mark or I guess I do this. I was about to be like Mark yeah. explain this movie. That's my job. So yeah. we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl, but Mark picked it. So yeah. talk about it. Look, y'all, it's a good movie. Uh, it's got pirates. It's got boats. Where are the pirates? The the Caribbean. Okay. Um, when I, I like watching this movie because I like Caribbean. My friends, the pirates, huh? Um, no one? Okay. That's horrendous. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I was looking for. <laughs> recognition in some extent. Yep. I'm uh, sorry. Hold on. Let me run that one more time. Carissian. No, that, see, that's Prince, worse, Prince Mark. Caspian? <laughs> the Pirates of Prince that, Caspian. There is a Caspian Sea, so it kind of makes sense. Um, it? no. Just involved fuck in up. the voyage of <laughs> Don Treader? What is it? <laughs> No, Don't it's treat in like Russia or some shit. Is that, is that no, th- but there is a Caspian Sea. No, like that there is a is. thing that it's exists. It's in Russia. It's I think it's actually uh, bordering Ukraine, and that's the reason Russia is taking over Ukraine. Um, politics. That's why you come uh, to this podcast. It's Basin countries are Azerbaijan, Iran, Kazakhstan. Azerbaijan. Oh, I don't know. Russia and Turkmenistan. You guys, uh, uh, you guys think he's getting impeached? Uh, who, uh, James? No, Trumpy. <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking who was getting <laughs> in the peach. My bad. Um, oh no! But do, do you think James is getting in that peach though? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I thought that was the premise. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's hope so. It's his giant peach. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, was there a weird energy oh, shift in, uh, in our conversation? <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Um, probably so not. Pirates. Mar- Mark's experience with the movie is he likes it. Yeah, um, good. Had, have, had you seen it before? No, uh, never watched it until just now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. I, I weirdly, I, I think I missed it in theaters because mm-hmm. I was nine and I famously was not allowed to see PG-13 movies in theaters until I was 13 because I lived That's by the insane. law. What about um, End of the, the Spear? Were you allowed to watch that one? Oh, that's a good point. When did that come out? Is that before or after Sahara? Is that like the missionary movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's the Christian it. PG-13 I, movie. I 100% did watch that in theaters. Uh, uh-huh. Packed House gave a round of applause at the end. That's First the thing. Wow. we ever clapped at a movie, and I was like, I, well, I mean, it deserves it. They died for this. Uh, right. Oh, something I discovered today. Uh, you know the movie The Resurrection of Gavin Stone? 
Maybe no. not. It's a faith-based, okay, I've faith-based movie. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard there, of it. There are two studios involved in like producing and distributing, and that is WWE Studios and Blumhouse. Yeah. And that's insane. Is and it Blumhouse? a faith-based movie? Yeah. The Resurrection of Gavin Stone is about a, a washed-up actor who goes back to his hometown, and he pretends to be a Christian so he can get a part as Jesus in the Easter play at a megachurch put his name back is on there the a wwe actor or entertainer on there because i think I mean, WWE that's how, produces how anything that their actors are in. probably yes, but something. where does blumhouse come in i don't well, know the weird thing is the wwe also produced like oculus i think they did yeah i was looking up all the yeah. wwe studios movies earlier today because it's just fascinating it's a bunch of bullshit and then some good stuff yeah there's I like scooby doo meets john cena and other stuff you expect of course but then there's uh there's the surfs up sequel where like they're all wrestling mm-hmm. they're characters all wrestlers for whatever there's uh fighting with my family obviously um ah yeah. the good one yeah uh, all of the marines inside out different, different inside, different inside out. out yeah <laughs> Um. All right. I had the, the same thought process earlier today. Uh, I don't know something about pirates. <laughs> something about pirates. Oh, oh, uh, PG thirteen movies. Ever allowed yeah. to watch movie, Into the yeah. Spear. Um, but I did watch the second one of these movies in theaters. Um, yeah. the timeline of that doesn't really check out either. But don't question it. Um, hey, you know, did... so we've been talking a lot off pod about that, like, um. The, the news that studios can now own theaters, right? And when we yes. were talking about it, we were like, oh, the big studios are going to get it. I don't know why it never occurred to me. One of the the flywheel people, I don't know why flywheel is the one I go to because that's their least popular. The, uh, the, ah, it's the church. Chris- the church that makes all of them. What oh, is yeah. the sure. big one? The football one. The football one. The, facing the Giants. Yeah, Facing, facing the, the Giants. Giants. Yes. But they also so, did like fireproof, right? Fireproof is their other big yeah. one. They're they're going to buy theaters. Like they're going to have oh. specialty Christian theaters. Like for sure, right? I mean, probably. They can just open their... Probably like a chain that would only exist like in southern. I mean, like it would be States, it would be it, it would be Lifeway for movie theaters because yeah. like because yeah, Lifeway did so great famously. I mean, it did good for a long time. Lifeway in the 90s, that place was popping. I mean, I think Amazon. years ago. I think Amazon killed Lifeway, not the fact that it was a Christian store. I think millennials Um, uh, killed Lifeway. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But anyway, my my, my thought is just like those faith-based films do so well, always, because churches will just rent Mm -hmm. them out and like go to it and stuff like that. And... I don't know. I, I don't I know why I'm talking they, about this, but I just sometimes think about the state of the state of the film only, and theaters. The only thing is there's not enough faith-based movies to mm. probably, but, but right? Y- no, you don't need new movies. If you just you recycle the theater, old ones? You just, it's a repertoire theater. You just play Who's going to watch Fireproof God's Not Dead 2 on like the year of our Lord 2020? Okay, do you really want me to lay out the business plan for this? So you have repertoire screenings throughout the week, and Wednesday nights you have church there. You have church there Sunday mornings, and then you just have screenings at other points. Well, Well, it kind of is rules. The the other thing is West is going to buy a movie theater chain, and he's going to if the play if the church buys buys movie theaters, it's Mm -hmm. another source of revenue that is non taxable. Ooh. So it's a way for them to get the money that the, and the 
like AMC won wouldn't the church would so, and it is not tax deductible. Th- this is a this is a talking point um, <laughs> with a lot of like uh, churches and I'm, I might be ignorant. I might not know how it works, but I've been reading you know today Bernie Sanders and a bunch of people have like shared that like Amazon will pay zero dollars in taxes. Yes, uh, all these huge companies. So like, what makes the church special? I could be totally. The- it's a nonprofit. The is a nonprofit, and that's why they're not paying taxes. Okay. Yeah. Amazon is not paying taxes because loopholes. They are like like loopholes, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. They're reporting losses and stuff like that, and it's they're not reporting actually losses. true losses. I'm also I've also started wondering if you know how like at Firehouse Subs you can donate like donate the change yeah. to charity. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that the the change you're donating is tax deductible for. The, like, oh, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. Hmm. So I've like stopped doing that because I'm like, fuck you. If I'm going to donate 93 cents, I'm going to deduct those taxes. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is really a really <laughs> noble thing. We're, we're adults hysterical. now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to tell the listeners that the reason we we took 30 minutes to get on track and then immediately veered right off track <laughs> is because uh, uh, we had to pause recording for pr- approximately 24 hours. Yeah. And now we're like right back to the beginning of recording where it was we're a, it was completely a whole unfocused. Thing. We're back at that the, the, beginning of the, the recording. The point is, <laughs> at the end of the day, I've seen Pines of the Caribbean a thousand times. Whenever it's on TV, I'm going to okay, watch it. So um, had, had you ridden the ride before seeing the movie? No. Have you ever Absolutely ridden the ride? Yeah. 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 Okay. And it's weird because I'm always like, oh, like there's the dog with the keys. They're yeah. Also taking that from the movie. Just like the movie. Yeah, nope. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the dog. The dog with the keys was there first. Now, They've added Jack Sparrow in, know, but most of the ride be, yeah. is. I think they're going to take him out. Um, That'd be good. Uh, at some point. They're gonna, I bet. I bet they're going to completely redo the ride at some point. Um, mm, not in Disneyland. At, the very least, not at Disney World too. It's a but Walt like one. Like, I, I'm you can't surprised. Take it out. You I'm can just honestly surprised it. they added Jack Sparrow to the Disneyland one. I kind of thought that would be. It was kind of controversial. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's interesting about the history of this movie is that like this movie was made like kind of in the middle of the three movies that were based off of rides, which is like this Haunted Mansion, and the before this was um, Country Bears. Country, country no. Bears, right? I was trying to remember the other one. And, yeah, and Country Bears did so bad that they almost canceled this movie. That's and, crazy. You know, and, it's and crazy that this movie like, okay. was like at a time thought of in like the same sentence as those movies, and now you really yeah. wouldn't. They you like know? they like intentionally distanced this movie from the ride. Like they took out a scene where they went into a cave through a waterfall or whatever mm. the ride does. Hmm. Um, like like being like this is just a movie. Forget about the ride. The thing is, I like the idea of them making movies based on rides, and I'm glad that it's an idea that's sort of coming back. And I wish they would do a scary haunted mansion again. But like Jungle Cruise looks yeah. great. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'll see it. I don't know if it looks great. Like, no, it does. It, in I my mean, mind, in my mind, Rock of Ages is a rock and roller coaster uh, ride. <laughs> movie yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can believe that, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that ride is gonna go away soon. Um, Rip, rip. But what, we were talking about ride stuff. Um, no, we were talking about uh, our experience with the the movie. Right. So what I, makes so it, swords? The movie uh, swords. rum. Uh, 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 the ocean. Ocean. Uh, Thank you. Pirates. Uh, parrot. There's a parrot. There's a parrot. There's a, parrot. There's a parrot, cute parrot little monkey. Uh, cute little monkey. Skeleton monkey. 
Scary monkey. Scary, spooky monkey and a silly monkey. But it's the same monkey. Mm-hmm. Same monkey. Same monkey. Uh, my experience with the rest of this series is much less. Um, I have, I, I, as a child, I watched the second one in theaters and it was like fine. Then I watched it again at a friend's house and I fell asleep. Um, so I, I was I thought, just like, you know what? I'm not going to watch the third one or the fourth or the fifth until here recently. Yeah. And, and that was a mistake I, because they're very good. It was a mistake. Two and three are great. Four is like pretty good. And yeah. five I haven't seen. I haven't seen five either. It's interesting that both of us haven't seen five. So I don't think we need to do like a rundown on the plot or anything because I think this is a movie that most people have seen many times. If they were like I, me, they've seen it I like definitely hundreds have. of times. I watched it a million times with my friends when I was like 10 through 12. Uh, at, reenacted the sword fights scenes, which mm-hmm. rule. Um, yeah, I was a I was a pirates nerd. Loved this movie. Yeah, me as well. And here's the thing. If you haven't seen it, just log on to Disney Plus right now and you can watch it. Yeah. It's so available. It's at our we, fingertips now. We really need to focus on... Um, advocating for this small company um and just th- there are sponsors well, this on this indie startup yeah this indie startup they really need yeah, I mean, our uh, voices to spread the word of disney plus uh to the masses because without us they don't really have much yet. of an audience as once it's big uh, once it's as big as netflix i will stop my proselytizing is it not as big uh, as netflix no, Netflix is fucking huge. I mean, you're, yeah, you're right. I don't know why that's like surprising <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, and they're also in a lot more countries right now. Let's look. Netflix subscribers. You know how um, many American dollars uh, Netflix is spending in Texas? Zero. Zero. Uh, uh, they have a hundred and... F- that they're spending taxes in every country except the United States? <laughs> That's not shocking. Um, the other thing is, do you know how in debt they are? It's insane. It's um, insane. <laughs> so they have a hundred and getting uh, what you call it investors. It's because it's because it's investor money and they don't have to do anything yep. with it. Yes, Netflix has a hundred and fifty eight point three million subscribers globally. Uh, Disney Plus has ten. So yeah, so it's much smaller. Um, ten subscribers. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Us three four and of them, seven Three more. of them are on this phone call right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, people just keep um, sharing their passwords. That's the problem. Right. We didn't share. We all got our own. Yeah. Um, because we are like the pirates in this film and we don't trust anybody. We got to watch our own backs. We got to have our yeah. own pirate booty. Just like pirates, we're paying for for digital media. <laughs> right. Right. Um so in 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 lieu of running through the actual plot because like I said everybody knows this film. Yeah, uh, although to be to be fair the plot is a little confusing. True. Uh, or maybe I'm dumb. Mm, One of the probably two. a combo. Definitely I was definitely, I, I told y'all before that when I was a kid, I thought that when Jack Sparrow backed up into the moonlight after he got stabbed, I thought that that was like a twist ending that he was dead the whole time. Cause like I had just seen the sixth sense for the first time and yeah, I was dumb because it is confusing. And when you're 10, you get confused. No, I mean, but it's, it's definitely a shocking moment. I did mm-hmm. not uh, see him like. I wasn't counting how many coins he picked up versus how many he put back in. <laughs> but man, the camera is pretty. It lingers on that obvious. hand, and it's like <laughs> oh, slow yeah. motion. It's yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's communicated very well. I was just a dumb boy. Right. Uh, what What is y'all's favorite scene in the movie? Like, let, let's let's kind of a, tackle it from that angle. Um, is there is there a particular scene that you think? 
kind of is emblematic of this whole movie or is just the one you point to when you think, I think of this movie? I think one of the more iconic shots of this movie is when all of the skeletons are underwater and they're just like walking through the moonlight. Yeah, that yes, rules. very uh, good. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah love that. Um, related to the skeleton thing, I think my favorite scene is the you best believe start believing in ghost stories scene. Yeah. Um, when when they walk I mean, when uh, Elizabeth walks out into the moonlight and sees all the skeletons for the first time, it, it it's like a like funny. The it's answer, a because it's like yeah, it's it's it just sets up like what the movie is. It's like spooky, but it's fun. It's just right. like. I don't know. I, it's in the conversation of like, I don't want to say best scenes of all time, but like, no, it's, probably it, is. It, it might be in that conversation. It might come up, <laughs> right? Uh, it might. It, I think you'd land yeah. on something else for sure, but I think it, it would it would come up. It's in the conversation. It, it's it's one of those like I sometimes I'm glad they don't because I get tired of the scene by the time they do it. But you know, like for it chapter two. One of the trailers was essentially just a scene from the movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then when it happened in the movie, I was like, I get it. Yeah, can exactly. We, can we skip this one? So, so it's, <laughs> bad, it's yeah. bad that they do that. But if they were to do that for this movie, I think that's the scene you show mm-hmm. as kind of your teaser. Um, and well, I, think I mean, it'd be that's pretty definitely good. a trailer line is the... You best start believing uh, ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. That's... You're in one. Can we talk yep. about Jeffrey if Rush? If you could change your fate. How good uh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey You don't Rush. like me cooking, but you um, fancy me lobster. This is nothing. So Jeffrey uh, Rush something. is a very good classical pirate, very Mr. Krabs-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that like what, Mr. Uh, Krabs I, is my like gauge for what a pirate is, because I yeah. definitely use Mr. Krabs to describe... Willem Dafoe's performance in the lighthouse like oh two weeks yeah. ago um but he's just the good metric for like millennials Clancy Brown is very good Clancy Brown probably should be in a pirates movie I think he'd probably be good in it um who's Clancy Brown is he Mr. Krabs, the voice of Mr. But, he's, Krabs? Uh, okay. but he was also in Daredevil and he's 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 been Who in a was bunch he in of Daredevil shit. <sighs> in season two he is the Punisher's like general who like fucked him over and is uh, why okay. the punishers yeah yeah no one cares that's why i sighed no. so deep I honestly mean, I... you lost me at in season two right um watch season two yeah so fuck <laughs> um but we were talking about pirates let's talk about pirates so yeah. something that i well, you know, really I want to delve into right this is one of i mean this is one of the most successful movies a giant franchise mm-hmm. starts becoming one of the most expensive film franchises ever to make but it's returning on its investment every time what uh what was the budget for this first one i don't know I don't have that written down. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna look it up. Like I'm gonna go ahead and say like 150. It was 100. It was 140 million dollars. Oh. Yep, that was there close. Which um, I can't help but compare to the other news I received today that Cats the movie has a 300 million dollar budget. Yep. Um, I mean inflation. Uh, There's inflation, yeah. but that is the budget Can- of At World's End, which was, for a while was like kind of talked about it's like one of the most expensive movies ever 
Oh yeah, I mean right. it was. Yeah. Um, but so so these movies were so successful, right? Mm-hmm. Iron Man was a movie that was hyper successful, launched fr- like a franchise superhero Did not movies. Cost as much money. No, but superhero movies became such a big thing, ubiquitous. Everybody has to have a fucking hot take or uh-huh. weigh in on the existence mm-hmm. of superhero movies. Why was there no pirate movie craze? Is, um, there is, was. It was in the 60s. Well, well, okay, but Pirates <laughs> yeah, of the Caribbean was very successful. Why did it not happen? I, f- I feel Cody, like it it's... costs so much money to make a movie on water. There's that. Not. A, I feel like it's just the... I feel like... It's because it kind of scratches the itch of like the Indiana Jones adventure movie. I think we kind of were getting a few of those in the 2000s, like with the mummy, uh, Sahara. Um, I think there were like a similar movies enough to like scratch that same itch. Like they're more or less the same. But you're talking, you're talking about like a, essentially a three year span. I, I just am yeah. trying to figure I mean, out explode. why superheroes are yeah. like 15 year I mean, long trend and pirate movies kind of went nowhere. Well, I mean, I mean, they made like Three Musketeers and mm. uh, Count of Monte Cristo. These are very different in this things. Era. Around the world and those in 80 were days before is, that. Around the world in 80 days is strangely like a similar genre movie. Like it's like traveling also through the a, air. Also Disney. It's a Disney movie, yeah, yeah. so um, kind of similar. I think, like, the reason it wasn't, like, the superhero thing is because the superhero thing is kind of unprecedented. It's kind of, like, the f- not the first it, But time. it's not. It's not, because Westerns, like, Westerns were. Yeah, like, Westerns were big, but, like, I don't know. The, I feel like the conversation around Westerns, and I don't know, I wasn't around, but, like, wasn't the same that it is now, and, like... I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe just is a new thing, and these like shared universe. The movies. cinematic universe is yeah. the big thing, but but cowboy movies you're and just, like westerns were the same as superhero movies, where there was like one a month, and like they started talking mm-hmm. about like, do we really need these many? And blah, blah 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 blah. There just wasn't the fucking internet, so it wasn't like right. people constantly talking about it. Non-stop. I think that, that there was a minor surge in like swashbuckling movies, uh, and they just didn't do as well. Yeah. I mean, similar to why, like, after Hunger Games, there were a lot of copycats, and then they didn't do well, and then they just stopped. Yeah. Like, Sahara yeah. didn't do great. It's like an adventure movie. Sahara isn't a movie about pirates. No. It, it, it's about I land think they're pirates. completely they sail different on things. The desert. <laughs> no, I think they're completely different things. I think that's, like, yes. too broad of a brush. I don't know. I feel like but what is... you're saying... Yeah, no, they, no, they're like, very it's different. It's an action adventure with like some comedy elements. No, it's, it's no. I mean, sure, it's, but so is Iron Man. Exactly. I think, I think you need to compare it to other movies. Sahara so, is like, similar to National Treasure. Sahara is similar to National Treasure. Yeah, Those movies exist Iron because of each other. Iron Man isn't an adventure movie. It's an action movie. Yeah, it's not an no, adventure movie. An, this is an adventure movie. Like No. Okay. Yeah. No. Like, that is that is too broad of a brush. It, it is too broad of a brush. I don't know. I think the it's, question Cody is asking more specifically is why are there not any more, like... Pirates. Uh, I think pirates, they'd be called out for being copycats. People with floppy hats and swords. Yeah. I, I, think a, I don't like, think they have. I don't think they have to be pirates, but they, you know, like things around, like set around the same time. Yes, it's swashbuckling, who, but with swords and set in an older era. And like, I think the answer is that they didn't perform Monte well. Cristo. But I don't and, even think there were that many. 
Yeah, like, because that, they didn't that, perform that's well. That's why there weren't that many. Oh, God damn it. There, there's a fucking superhero movie a week, and there's plenty of yeah, them sure. that don't do well. Yeah, but Cody, it, it's it's not like after they made one superhero movie, it immediately happened. Yeah, I mean, right. superhero movies... That, like, they made they made Batman, and then they tried to make other superhero movies for a decade, and then they failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they made Spider-Man, and then they made X-Man, so, and, like, th- X-Man. The answer to your question is... The Pirates franchise as it is now might be the Fox X-Men to uh, the Craig Mazin Pirates of the Caribbean franchise coming out in like a year might be the Iron Man that sets off like an insane explosion of pirate movies. We might be at the we might be at the very beginning of this. I think that it takes a couple of like. separate successes it's not like batman happened and then suddenly the mcu happened it's not like Mm -hmm. you know a decade of superhero movies got better and better and you know pirates Mm -hmm. happened and then there were no good swashbuckling movies made after that other than other pirates movies yeah i just (sighs) and there's no like taste for it no one is clamoring at the door saying i Uh, want more hmm. I, I, well, I wouldn't. We I want wouldn't more Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Honestly, yes. yeah. I yeah. would. I I want more Gore Verbinski movies. I want more of that like fun, insane action. And and the other thing is that like Jack Sparrow is a character that has never been in these movies before and has not really been in these movies since. Right. That that's um, kind of what I what I was trying to get at and like wondering about is there something inherent to superheroes where we find all of them appealing? And the problem with Pirates movies is it's just. Jack Sparrow that we like, you know, is is the that the big thing? As, as I mean, well, I, is that they're based on characters that we know, and yeah. pirates kind of isn't. It's Plus easy to green kind of light work. a superhero movie because there's an existing stories and existing things. Now, I think people to... point to that a lot. I don't mm-hmm. believe that at all. I the, the the base that reads comics is truly so fucking small. No, the, the, but, the amount but I'm of saying yeah, but like. That, this you understand the, the one archetypes at a time. I can't <laughs> hear you. You understand the archetypes of comics more than you understand the archetypes of pirates, because there is one archetype mm. of pirates, and it's Arr. A, a pirate. It's an archetype. Right. And then, and then, what is special about Pirates of the Car- Caribbean is that they set up a second one, which is Jack Sparrow. Right. Um, yeah. I I part of why I'm thinking about this is because in the alternate universe of Watchmen, where they have real life superheroes. Mm-hmm. Their comics are not about superheroes; they're about pirates. Um, yeah, that, that's one of the things from the comics. So I, I'm just kind of thinking about like, what, why, why does the existence of one seem to negate the other? And maybe there is no good answer. But um, I, I think that uh, one of these realities is the real world, and the other one is a fictional world. I don't think it's like you can have one or the other. Right. I think it's like you know we have one here. I just like, well, okay, so we can get a bit bigger because I think we have touched on this a little bit with Lord of the Rings movies, too. Like, this was an era of fucking, like, sword movies all the time. What is the last sword movie that you saw that wasn't, like, a historical epic? Oh, like, like in 2019, what is the last sword movie? Yeah, exactly. Like, why is fantasy swashbuckling movie, why is that kind of all gone? I mean, you we know? had Game of Thrones, which isn't a movie, but that was a big cultural Game of Thrones, landmark. fair enough. Yeah. Um, as far oh, as we, movies go, I can't Arthur movies one. all the fucking time. Do what, Mark? They make it like a thousand King Arthur movies once every two years. <laughs> there was Robin Hood. Yeah, there was the, I guess the they're just not King. clicking at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, a kid who would be king does not anymore. A kid who would not be king or a kid who would be king doesn't yeah. count. That's a no, modern it, day. Movie. It doesn't. It's. It, I was kind of <laughs> being cheeky. Uh, okay. But the I just the, the last big one was the Hobbit, which is unfortunate because it's not very good. But I think Game of Thrones just moved fantasy movies to. TV. TV. And now because that's where Lord of the Rings series. is going to be. Yeah. Lord of the Rings series, The Witcher series. Right. True. They're all um, TV. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, also maybe Star Wars. Like, it get, we get a little bit of future and people fighting with swords in it. And we're getting those oh, yeah. nonstop. Star I don't Wars know. Is, is definitely a fantasy that's set in space. Right. right, right, yeah. right. It's not a science it's, fiction franchise. It's got it's some swords and yeah. sandals yeah. vibes, though, for sure. I mean, it Very has wizards so. and it has swords. Yeah. Like, it's it's, 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 sword, it's it's sword and sandals. It's fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I just <laughs> think about this. Like, why why did it not set off a giant craze? Oh. Um, but I but I think what what we boil down to is... This movie is so specific in all that it does that it's kind of a independent phenom. It's not like it was yeah. a formula that could be easily repeated. No, elsewhere. it's kind of lightning in a bottle where if someone tried to replicate what was special about this movie, it would just come across as like cheap copycat. You know what I mean? Which is kind of what happens with four and five, even though I like them well enough because at the end yeah. of the day, they're pirates movies. They are just kind of imitations of the and first three. Gore which is why we need Verbinski back. Yeah. Gore did one through three, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And gosh, I love his directing style so much. Like there's nothing in four that stands out as like as fun in its action as like some of the big set pieces in one, two or three. Um, Speaking of four, we have talked about that director before because it is the director of Chicago uh, directed four. Right, Rob Marshall made that movie. Rob Marshall, who yeah. also directed Mary Poppins Returns and is directing The New Little Mermaid. So at least he knows his way around water, I guess. But yeah, it, it's it's kind of, he, I don't know, there was not as strong as a like directorial voice as he seemed to have on Chicago. Um, I don't know, interesting. Well, I think that the directorial voice he had in Chicago was Bob Fosse. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's probably the truth. And in Mary Poppins Returns, it's the former Mary Poppins movie. So he just may kind of be somewhat anonymous. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he just kind of blends in. He's he's a Ron Howard type. Right. Um, so I think the, uh, the, the other interesting thing about this movie is that it was the first movie that I recall watching that had a post credit scene. Um, oh, it does, doesn't it? Hey, the monkey wait, like steals the a coin scene? and turns yep. into a skeleton. Right. Yeah, yeah. For the first three, I think the post-credit scenes like don't matter. But then, like, there's a, the one at the end of the fifth movie is like fucking huge and strange. Um, and then the new movie's not gonna have anything to do with the old ones, right? No, even though Davy Jones is canonically back, uh, which is strange. Um, Wait, like Will Turner as Davy Jones? No, 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 no. Oh, God. Have you seen the fifth one? I have no, not. neither of us have. Okay. Wait, don't spoil it for me. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, watch it. They fuck with shit. Will and um, Elizabeth are in that one. 
Right. Yeah, I knew that they came back, which honestly, good call. Jack Sparrow should not be leading the movie. They're not in it a lot. They are not in it a lot. I was reading that, like, like Kira Knightley has, like, a unspoken, like, a no dialogue cameo. She is in the post credit scene, and that's it, if I remember correctly. Will is in it a bit more. Really? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, They were clearly setting something up for six that they're just not getting. That's unfortunate. Because I would love a like big yep. comeback, Will and uh, Elizabeth story. <sighs> it's moved on. Anyway, watch the fifth one. Um, what is the post credit scene here? Post credit scene is so the monkey that took the medallion. He um had the he he is cursed. We see that so he is a skeleton monkey. It's just some monkey business. Yep. Um. So I never got to talk about my favorite uh, scene in the movie. Well, by all means, Chad, go ahead. Um, so my favorite scene in the movie is uh, the the like save the cat moment where um, Jack Sparrow saves uh, Elizabeth. It just if it, it's a really like efficient and good scene. It's also just very joyful to watch. Where he, you know, he he rescues her after like making the British guards feel like a couple of bumbling idiots um and then you immediately get like a sense of the 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 proper the high society is like view of pirates where like her dad is very quick to say like hang him and shoot him when he finds out who jack is even though he just saved his daughter um you get a reason to like jack and then you get to watch him run away from the british navy and uh then you get that incredible sword fight between him and Will. It's just like a really, it's it's when you start to realize how special the movie is, I think, um, and how awesome these yeah. characters are. That really sword like that. fight is so good. Um, I also, it's, I mean, I think that the first like 45 minutes of this movie might be just perfect. Um, the yeah, sword, like every, everything up yeah. until like he, they, they steal that one boat. And then the other boat comes to get the faster boat comes and get that gets them and they steal the faster boat. It's so <laughs> That's great. incredible too. Um, I, I just love how that first hour of the movie is just like pure, like here's Jack Sparrow. He's an idiot who mm-hmm. stumbles his way into brilliance. Um, so I yeah, guess he's sometimes he's like not an idiot. Sometimes he's like secretly the smartest person in the room and no one can ever quite get a read on him, but he's always like pulling some well, kind of scheme. As much as I love the sequels, I think that's kind of the problem with parts of the sequels is they forget that Jack is supposed to be the smartest and they just go all in on him being weird and maybe dumb. Mm-hmm. He still occasionally will have the moments of brilliance, but yeah, that's where those kind of fall yeah. apart for me. Something Which where I still he, love them. he steals the coin and as he says, like, we wait till the opportune time to lift the curse as he's like looking at will and like yeah. giving him that signal. Like that kind of stuff is missing right. in S- stranger tides where like, he's not like, he's not making the moves. He's not making the plans. He's just kind of silly. Right. Um, so I think we're about to wrap up our kind of final thoughts on this movie. Yeah. So I think we should talk about essentially the end of this movie and the funny hat that Will wears at the end. He wears a funny hat. I'm glad <laughs> it's that a bad Jack calls him out on the hat. Cause if he were just wearing that hat <laughs> and it went unrecognized, it would be bad. I, I think it's perfectly emblematic of like 
Will as a character and how he uh, sees himself as like so noble and uh, like so kind of like self serious to some degree boy. and like <laughs> and Orlando Bloom is like perfect as him yeah. yeah like I don't know it's a great moment they're all pirates now they get freed there will be zero consequences other than uh, six uh, six full hours of consequences <laughs> because of this one thing they do at the end. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, guys? No, I mean, it's just a real joyful, fun movie. Um, truly better than I remembered it, and I had nothing but fond memories of it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, it's such... It, all of the characters are so good. We didn't even talk about fucking Barbosa. Or no. um, our friends, the pirates, the one with the 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 one eye that's wooden, and there's a fork in it, and he looks around, and the fork pokes around. That's just so. Oh, good. he's great. Every word out of his mouth is funny. Um, our our friends yeah. over at Purely Nostalgia have been doing a series on the Rubinsky Pirate Trilogy, and they've they've deemed those two uh, silly and funny. Um, yeah, and I love both of them so much. Yeah, they're they're wonderful. I don't know. I love this cast kind of from top to bottom, and I this movie is kind of perfect to me. It's a, it's a little unimpeachable. Like, yeah. um, you know, who's not unimpeachable? I'll tell that to the fucking Senate. It's <laughs> James. It's James again. Anyway, yeah. um, no, he's very peachable. <laughs> yeah, he's peachable. He's, he's um, in, in peach uh, and able. To get out right. of the peach. Enough. Um, <laughs> this, this is probably the best Disney live action movie pretty easily, which is um, interesting. I mean, are that we may counting, be a hot take like, to some. I think The Last Jedi is probably the best Disney live action movie. Uh, it's That's a Star Wars movie. It's a Disney movie. Um, God. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> then Endgame is the, like, no, I mean, a, a Disney proper movie. Sure. Uh, if, you're, if we're talking Disney probably, proper, I think you're right. Yeah, well, you forget that also, straight story also yet, came but. out this year was, I think the Lizzie McGuire movie also came out the same year as this. So fuck. Never mind. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> wow. Also, I think Sneaky Hannah Montana, the uh, brown noser with a hidden agenda. The High School Musical movies are also, I mean, do you count those as DCOMs or true Disney movies? Well, the first two two are DCOMs. The third is a theatrical release. release. Really fucks up my letterbox list. The third one is not better than this, um, I suppose. I haven't, I honestly have not seen the third High School Musical. I know. I know. What the fuck? (laughs) Okay, Mark, you have to watch it before they get to season three of High School Musical, the musical, the series, which Mark and I are both watching. Is that how they're doing it? Is like the the, the school is putting on the play for each movie for each season? We'll (laughs) see in season two. I can't figure out what the fuck they're going to do. I think season two should be about them all in the summer. What time is it? Summertime. Um, Summertime. They all Mm. go work at a camp together. And while they're there, they have... And then they just sing the songs. Yeah. yeah. They go to a musical theater Uh, camp, and at the musical theater camp, they're putting on High School Musical 2. It's funny you mentioned musical theater camp, because that's actually a a major plot point uh, 
that things happen yep. in musical theater camp over the summer. That's kind of the impetus That's to the what whole. What they're uh, doing in season two, then? I would love look. I would love that to be true. Shit, yeah. The 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 lead. What is her name? Nini. Nini is gonna go to summer camp again, and Ricky is like, "Well, fuck. Last time I went, she came back with a new boy, so I've got to go again." Fuck. Yeah. I mean, that is it. Is it's the thing. And then watch the show. I know what season two is. And then the drama teacher like is like, well, I'm not making enough money teaching. I've so got to do because we don't pay our teachers enough. Um, so she's gonna go work at the summer camp. God, well, but Which she honestly, was only an extra in the first High School Musical movie, so I don't know what she knows about High School Musical too. Well, they make jokes about the one guy has only seen the first ten minutes of that's, both sequels. That's one of my favorite <laughs> jokes from the the first episode. He's like, I've seen the first High School Musical movie. Hundreds of times and the first 10 minutes of each of the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, Mark and I are not kidding when we say we kind of like this show. <laughs> like, it's a fun. No, I believe you. I'll probably watch episode one once we're done recording. No, you absolutely oh. should, Chad. It's so good. <laughs> watch it with no. watch it with your wife. Yeah, because she's Laura will love it. it. So, yeah. yes. She, like, absolutely will love it. Um. Anyway, pirates are good, except they're kind of bad, and that's the thing about pirates. You gotta love them. So, is um, this movie better than School of Rock? Cody, you first. So we're measuring we're measuring rockers against pirates. Yeah, they're Which both pretty like hardcore. Uh, they're both kind of only because they live hardcore. Uh, right. And the legend of the Curse of the uh-huh. Black Pearl is way uh-huh. still way hardcore. Um, <laughs> right. I was going to say it's interesting because uh, <laughs> Jack Sparrow, like the characterization is based off of like Keith Richards. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> They're both very like hard rock inspired. Johnny Depp um, almost got fired for making that uh, acting decision. Yes. I am reading this book called Disney War right now, which is about Disney from basically the 80. It's the Michael Eisner era. Yeah. And I haven't book? quite... No, it's 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 somebody who like got permission to come in to kind of like just write about the workings of Disney and then shit went crazy and just was like on the ground there as things went wild. Hmm. I haven't gotten to it yet. I was kind of hoping I would before this podcast, but there is a section where they talk about Pirates of the Caribbean and Michael Eisner was like, he's got too many gold teeth. What is this acting decision? Like they wanted to fire Johnny Depp. And Jeez. God, it it would have been an insane, insane. Anybody else in that role, I think it's just a vastly different movie. Yeah, um, I don't know that it works. And like, yeah, yeah, he's great. Something I learned from our sister podcast, Purely Nostalgia, is Michael Keaton was considered for this, and I think Michael Keaton would be great. It would be much different be more, energy. He'd have more like menace. He'd be menace. He did. He's a yeah. good villain. Yeah, he'd be a great I mean, I want, villain. I, I think Michael Keaton in the reboot as something, but yeah. yeah. Make him the um, your like Barbosa adjacent villain. Or make him or even make him like one of the British like bureaucrat like villains. Okay, but um, is this British. movie better than the school of <laughs> School of Rock? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like without thinking it's better. School of Rock I think is a fine, fun movie. Yeah. This is uh, this is like there are movies that are conceptually better than this movie, but this is 
the movie, the kind of movie that I love the most, mm-hmm. where it's action, it's 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 everything. It's a big blockbuster that's still at its core very good and very fun to watch, and I absolutely love it. Mark and the ride's good. So ride anything is, tied to a Disney ride, ride, I'm gonna give. The ride bonus is points. good. The ride is not as good as it used to be because every time I see Jack Sparrow, I roll my eyes. The ride is also not yeah, as good as the great. movie is. True, the movie is better than the ride. Yes. It's also. I'm gonna tell you though, when it's hot as fuck and you go into Pirates of the Caribbean, it is the coolest place. Wet. Yeah. Cody, in your experience, uh, which which takes longer, watching this movie or getting in line and then riding the Pirates ride? No fast pass. Watching the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, it's not too bad. They have a pretty good ride system. They kind of funnel you through pretty fast, and uh, yeah, it doesn't take that. I mean, I feel like it's normally Man, like a I, twenty twenty five minute. I was wow, at Disneyland really? recently, and the ride had been out of order. But as soon as we walked up, they were like, "Oh, it's up!" And then we just walked. Yeah. we walked onto the Love boat. That. It was incredible. No, no you can line. kind of walk on a lot at Pirates. Not because it's bad. It's just uh, Disney's fucking huge. There's a million things yeah. people can go. I mean, to. Galaxy's Edge was open, so I yeah, the lines were more there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I Chad, have to pick, don't d- I? Or Mark? Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> Mark. I think since I picked this movie, I should have the right to uh, pick last. Okay, Chad. fine. Write a first Man, refusal. Sure. Uh, P- Pirates is better than School of Rock. It's yeah, it's duh. one of the best movies ever. It's so good. <laughs> it's right, so yeah. fun. I. I I think I like I think Gore Verbinski has a less big library and he's he hasn't really made like a personal film yet and so that's kind of keeping him at arm's length for me but stylistically he might be like my favorite director just from like <laughs> Whoa. from the four movies you've seen of his from <laughs> like I I just don't have this much fun in other movies. Have you seen Rango? Yeah, it's like, so much fun. Okay, okay, okay. So you have seen a couple. Yeah, well, um, seen the Rango fuck, too. one thing. That's six. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the three pirates movies. I've seen Rango. I've seen the Lone Ranger. You've seen the Ring. I've seen the Ring, which kind of is a fantastic is weird to think of that as him, but yeah, it's good. It's incredible. It's one of the best like PG thirteen horror movies I've ever seen. Oh, I forgot like, that was a PG thirteen. So well done. Oh, there was like a conversation incredible. on Twitter, film Twitter recently about like, can PG thirteen horror uh, movies be a, good? And like, of course, they can. The conversation. Ring. Yeah, Ugh. it was truly the dumbest. Yeah, thing. I hated it. I I'm saying this knowing that a lot of people that I kind of technically know on Twitter are like horror Twitter people. There's nothing worse right. than horror Twitter. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. bad. Um, but, but then, yeah. like Cargill, who like wrote some great horror, is like part of writing Twitter, which yeah. is like some of the best Twitter there is. No, I mean, of course, there are good people in horror Ow. Twitter. Um, also, Sinister is PG thirteen. Is um, no, it's first live action Disney mm-hmm. PG thirteen movie. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, um, which it, it's. It still doesn't happen that often now. Like, it's just kind of the Marvel and Star Wars movies that get it. Yep. Um, I think it's like this and the other Lone Pirates. Ranger, maybe. Was Tomorrowland PG-13? Nope. PG. Tron is PG. Interesting. Um, they, there's not many. I think it's Pirates and I think it's just Verbinski movies. Weird. Um, I mean, there's the offshoots, right? I mean, there's touched. Those have been R yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But um, no, I think, um, yeah, 
not that many. Uh, uh, Mark, what's your vote? Um, Last thing, I do, do you guys ever think about the fact that Gore Verbinski made uh, Ringu and Rango? Huh? Ringu There's is something like there. The, the well, he, he the didn't. Ma- it wasn't. Movie. Let me have my joke, Cody. I'm going to vote for School okay. of Rock just to be nice to it. Um, <laughs> it doesn't deserve, <laughs> it it's doesn't a wonderful deserve to be done film. this dirty. It's um, but don't tell it. But if Chad had voted for School of Rock, I would have voted for Pirates. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't deserve to uh, be unanimous. Sure. Oh, God. I mean, I this is a- I wouldn't have been mad if Pirates was unanimous because of how highly I think of this movie. It's a good movie. It's real good. I'm finding a fucking dumb list that includes like touchstone movies. I'm trying to find the answer. To um, this. Hey, uh, if you wanted to find me on social media, you could do that at Chad A. Oliver on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, what's my TikTok? It's like Chad and some numbers. I don't know. Search my name. Find me. <laughs> Prince of Persia and Lone Ranger are other ones. They're also claiming Saving Mr. Banks was PG-13. Whoa, what the fuck? It is PG-13? Um, hey, Mar- okay, hey, Mar- hold on. Hey, Mar- where yeah. can people find you on uh, uh, You, you on can find line. me at Wallington Mark across platforms, except for TikTok. I'm not on there. Um, do you like uh, you should join TikTok TikToks on it's Twitter, fine. though? But I'm not going to download it. I, you want me to download an app where I have to have sound on to enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. No. Get some AirPods like an adult. I have AirPods, but I'm not oh, gonna okay. like when I go to the bathroom at work grab my AirPods. That looks sketchy. Of course you do. Looks sketchy. You gotta listen to some tunes so you're not listening to your farts. Well, but then everyone will know that I'm going to whatever. Hey, Cody. What? It's because Colin Farrell coughs up blood. That's what? What? In so Saving strange. Mr. Banks? <laughs> yeah, no. remember because they flash back and he's like dying and all of that. Um, Mr. Spoilers Banks for real life. This is the first sure. movie um, I watched after moving to college. Hey, Cody, where can, yeah. where can people uh, find you on on the line? I have one more pirate story, but you guys keep rushing me. Well, you can tell um, me I just want to live in the world. So, so the pirate story is I went on a Disney cruise, and I yeah. didn't watch the full movie, but they were showing Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl at night after spooky ghost stories on the deck of a cruise ship. And it was incredible. But I was sleepy. Was it, was um, it like an Alaskan cruise or like a Nor- Norwegian cruise? What part of the, of the well, world? Well, you're trying you? to set me up for something, but unfortunately, Mark, it was to the Bahamas, so it doesn't quite work. Um, <laughs> so you can Bahamas, find me on I'm social media. Pretend they're in the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, sure. You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can follow me at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd. Um, you can. F- Find the show at WePigPix, W-E-P-I-C-K-P-I-C-S, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think that's it. Hey, Mark, what's the best movie of 2003? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Chad. Uh, full title, Curse please. of the Black Pearl. You're right. There are four yeah. of them. Five Gotta of be them. specific. Yeah. Um, five. Uh, the, the, the full title is dumb, in my opinion, by the way. Um, but the reason they added Chris of the Black Pearl is, again, to distance himself away from the ride. Interesting. Um, Gore Verbinski hated that, which so he made it as small as possible on the poster. Um, <laughs> so so does that mean, like, they're now going to have, like, the Country Bears return of Jamboree to just... There's not a Country Bears section anymore. It's... Anyway. <laughs> uh, Chad, uh, best movie of 2003? Yeah. Uh, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, A VeggieTales Story. Uh, Cody, into it. what 
is the best movie of the year 2003. Uh, the best movie, of course, is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Remember, everyone, Paulay. Next episode on Best Pictures, we are watching Kill Bill Volume 1. Uh, it's available to stream on Showtime or uh, just go to a college boy's dorm room and he'll play it for you.